Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Why is AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term What is going on, guys? Thank you so very much for joining me right here on Off The Script. This is your AEW Dynamite post show for March 2nd, 2022. I am your host, JD from New York, joined by my very excited co-host on Wednesday nights, Jesse. What is going on, man? Holy shit, we got... Some monumental news, bro, that I don't think the geeks of the IWC really, really know. 
about and how big it really is. We might as well get into it, bro. Forget all the uh, the introductions and all this shit. Tony Khan, bro, purchased Ring of Honor. Every asset that Ring of Honor has, I got news on it. What was your initial reaction to this news tonight, man? Now, now listen, I, I put out a tweet on February 25th. What if Tony Khan purchases Ring of Honor? What if Tony Khan purchases ROH, Jesse, and maybe we see all this Cody Rhodes tie-in, bro? We got one part of that down, man. I'm like fucking Nostradamus here. Do we see Cody Rhodes show up, man, in this unbelievable monumental announcement by Tony Khan? It makes sense. It does make sense. It, it makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, it, it would make sense with uh, with all of the with all of the drama going on with Cody and going to WWE, but somehow not there at all yet officially or announced. And I don't know, man. Sounds kind of fishy. It, it does sound kind of fishy. And Tony Khan opened the show tonight. He announced to everybody. He was very excited. He was uh, basically screaming his. His big announcement tonight. I, I really, I really <laughs> wish, man. I really wish he would tone it down, man. I get, I get I that mean. he's excited, but Jesus Christ, you know, I don't think the guy knows how to speak at any other level, man. It's, it's, it, I love him, but don't get me wrong. But it was, uh, it was quite the scene tonight to open Dynamite, and Tony Khan doesn't make any on-air appearances. He's been very good about that. Uh, he never wanted to be on air, on screen. He doesn't want to be uh, an authority figure on TV. So he's really kept his word over the three years. So seeing him on Dynamite tonight was a, a really great treat. But the whole thing about Ring of Honor being announced and the purchase of Ring of Honor and the tape library and all the assets of Ring of Honor, a lot of people talked about this in the days leading up to tonight's Dynamite. And we got more details on Tony Khan purchasing Ring of Honor. It was immediately after he made this announcement, a press release went out as Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor. And it includes the video library, the brand assets, the intellectual property from independent professional wrestling's most prestigious promotion in the last 20 years, you name it, the who's who, who, who's on TV right now, they all ran through Ring of Honor, and now they are purchased and run by Tony Khan. Uh, Dynamite, it was announced Tony Khan has agreed to acquire the assets of Ring of Honor Wrestling from Sinclair Broadcast Group, including the promotion's extensive video library dating back to 2002, this does include the all-in pay-per-view that both Jesse and I were actually a part of. Brand assets, intellectual property, production equipment, and more. Known widely as the independent promotion that birthed some of the biggest stars in wrestling today, including AEW's CM Punk, Brian Danielson, and a dozen others, over a dozen others on the AEW roster. Ring of Honor's purchase signifies a new chapter in professional wrestling as AEW's rise continues to draw the youngest skewing wrestling audience on television. That is directly from Tony Khan's uh, press release that he posted immediately after the announcement. Uh, Jesse, let's start with this. What what the fuck does this mean for not only AEW, Ring of Honor, but professional wrestling? I, I know uh, just off the top of my head, and there are a lot of things that we want to tackle here. As far as the one thing that I really kind of thought right off the top this is going to be an excellent feeder system. Ring of Honor is never going to be the same that it was back at, back in the day in its prime. This is going to be an excellent feeder system for AEW. You mentioned it to me via text. This may actually turn into their their version of, of SmackDown. 
And this yeah. is going to be an excellent way to get this bloated roster and, and, and answer all the fan concerns about how, how much talent is Tony Khan hiring and signing with only three hours of television every week. And we got all these dark shows. And none of these guys deserve to be on dark, yada, yada, yada. Now Ring of Honor is going to be utilizing some of AEW's talent without actually having it be an AEW production. And one of the things that stuck out to me, Jesse, is right up uh, a WrestleMania weekend, coming up in a couple of weeks, Ring of Honor has a supercard show that they're putting together for that weekend. And AEW is going to make a big splash via Ring of Honor without it actually having to be an AEW show. And AEW talent's going to be showcased WrestleMania weekend, whereas it wasn't really a thing for the last couple of years. So the roster itself is actually going to be taking part in this Ring of Honor purchase, and it's going to be a great thing to get that talent that hasn't been on TV some great exposure and a nice foundation. It's it, the, the possibilities are endless for us right now in, in regards to pro wrestling in the United States, man. And and with the with the statement you just made a second ago, I want you to pick up your phone and take a look at the tweet yeah. I just sent you. Just just did now. But um, this is this is this is huge, yeah. man. This is bigger than what anyone that may might even come to imagine, and, and, it's, and it's about how they want to move about it going forward. Now, now you you you, you just sent me this text. I I had no mm-hmm. idea this was even a fucking thing until you just sent me this now. So I mean, everybody. Everybody is clearly on the same wavelength here. Well, shout out to Ruben. He just sent this to me. Yeah. So this so. this is, I mean, this is a tremendous thing for all that time. Now, you know, one of the things that sticks out, Jesse, you know, a lot of people were questioning, why did Tony Khan bring back somebody like Brian Cage that hasn't been on TV for seven months? Here you go. This is yeah, one of the, this is the perfect anyway. fucking example. Yep. I mean, it, I, I think this is huge, man. I mean, I'm, I'm always the one to look at what's in front of us. And then and then look forward. And the way I look forward right now is I'm thinking his next step is purchase impact. I mean, not tomorrow, you know, maybe not in the near future, but once he purchases impact, I believe I believe WWE will always be the global world leader in wrestling, but I think Tony Khan will own the United States as far as pro wrestling goes. I mean, you know, a lot of people give Tony Khan some some fucking bullshit. On social media, bro. You know, I, I know he, I know he's out there. He's made his mistakes, but the genuine nature of Tony Khan and the direction he's taken AEW in up until this point, I, I just fail to see how anybody is not excited about what he's doing. And he's going to continue to make those mistakes along the way. He's obviously not been doing this long, but the love that this man has shown everybody for not only the fans, but for professional wrestling, the love he's shown everybody in the wrestling industry. Uh, it, it's something that is, it, it's a beautiful thing to see. I don't know how else to work. It's just a beautiful thing to see because we all love professional wrestling. Him buying Ring of Honor it is going to open up so many more avenues for pro wrestling and AEW. The roster thing clearly is uh, obviously a way that they're going. I actually pulled up now that Jesse sent this to me. I got news here on this, this is coming from Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net. And he says they asked around about the sale of Ring of Honor and plans for the company going forward. Sources confirmed to Bodyslam.net that the internal plans call for AEW to utilize Ring of Honor as a developmental territory of sorts. Additionally, it was said that main roster AEW talent will be dipping into the Ring of Honor brand on occasion. 
That's all that's known at this point. We don't know if there's going to be a TV deal. We don't know if it's going to be, you know, like it was. We don't know what Tony Khan's plans are. The other thing, Jesse, is clearly Tony Khan owns it, but Tony Khan's not going to be running it. I'm sure Tony Khan is, with this announcement, going to be hiring people to run the fucking show and run the promotion. There are names out there, and you and I have thrown Cody Rhodes out there. Cody Rhodes wanted booking power. Cody Rhodes wanted creative power. You know, we're going to start off with him, Jesse. I mean, this would be the perfect doorway for Cody Rhodes to maintain his AEW relationship with Tony Khan, but also get what he wants and not step on Tony Khan's feet. So do you think that there's a possibility of Cody Rhodes joining Ring of Honor, kind of swerving everybody that is going to WWE and be the head guy over at Ring of Honor? And Cody's had had ties with Ring of Honor before, so it's not that, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, no, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. I mean, tonight's announcement just confirms it for me. I mean, and everybody who called me crazy with the conspiracy theory, everybody who thought they were sneaking into JD's DMs and talking shit about me, this fucking confirms it, bro. Why would Tony Khan let Cody leave? Or why would Cody want to leave if they had any idea that them purchasing ROH was on the fucking horizon? That's huge. Why would Cody not want to be on the ground floor of something like that at all? I, I I don't know. The only the only thing that really that really bugs me there about Cody Rhodes is I I agree with everything you just said, but there's and I love Cody. Don't get me wrong. Cody's work has been fucking phenomenal. I I will never take anything away from who he is and the value that he has for any promotion. I do think that at the end of the day, he 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 does have a big ego. He does have a big ego, and he wants that WrestleMania moment. And he wants to, I feel like he wants to prove something to Vince McMahon. He has proved something to Vince McMahon. He went on and made himself away from the WWE machine. And now he's back. And it's almost like, hey, uh, hey, dad, uh, welcome me back home kind of thing. But I I can see him doing that. But I I do, I do side with you more on this. And and I do think that the the realm of possibility here and the talk of it should not be shot down at all. I I don't know why anybody would be shooting this, this conspiracy theory down. I mean, I mean, just look at everything that's happened. He's gone dead silent. Yep. Absolutely dead silent. Um, nothing from any end, nothing from WWE's end. As a matter of fact, other than some 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 side winks and promos from, you know, his friends over in the E, there's been no mention of it. No. And there's no mention of it. And I mean, and everything that Cody, all of the breadcrumbs that Cody laid out leading up to this. It all it all makes sense. And, and maybe Cody really did want full booking power. And then TK said, hey, you know what? Go fucking run Ring of Honor, dude. Ring of Honor will be right up Cody's alley as far as his style of booking and everything else, too. Yeah. So I don't I don't see why it, it would make complete and total sense. I mean, I, I think at some point they could even um do it like an invasion angle where it's not gonna be ROH versus AEW. Maybe we'll get an actual invasion that was be done the right way instead of a botched way. I mean, the future, who knows? We can look at super shows. I mean, matches with New Japan. I mean, this 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 goes far and beyond anybody's really thinking right now. That's the other that's the second point I wanted to make before I get into my third point. Um, this this probably is gonna lead to a super show of sorts. 
you know, you got your, your Briscoes out there. You got your Greshams out there. You got a lot of Ring of Honor talent that is Shane Taylor's out there, you know, that really aren't grounded with a specific promotion. They're, they're going to be Ring of Honor, and they're going to be utilized in that. And then, obviously, if Tony Khan wants to use them for AEW television, he could, you know, dip his toes in both, and th- those guys can dip their, their feet in both pools. This is probably going to lead to a Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and AEW Super Show. I know Tony Khan was talking about a uh, venue in the United Kingdom for their first overseas shows that seats about 25, 30,000 people. I mean, you got an instant sellout with that if everything, you know, kind of aligns itself. And the other thing you mentioned to me, why didn't the Briscoes come in? Everybody thought it was going to be the Briscoes with all the, all the, the nonsense that, that, that was going on with FTR and the Briscoes on social media. This would have been a tailor-made match for Revolution on top of everything else that's happening on this show. And now we may have a reason as to why the Briscoes haven't joined AEW yet. Because this was waiting. And, and, and Tony Khan probably told who he needed to tell, right? And this is what we're getting now. This is why yeah. th- there was a delay. Yep, they'll need to bring them in, just save it, wait, and they can be a part of the ROH gang when everything starts to come together and everything else. So, yeah, just wait and hold off. No Gresham, no, nobody else. I mean, why not? Because they need those guys on the ROH side. Who, who's the Ring of Honor women's champion? Deanna Perrazzo, I, I believe, right? Is it Perrazzo? I think Perrazzo? it's Perrazzo. I think Deanna Perrazzo is the Ring of Honor women's champion. She beat Roxy. Roxy, yeah. yeah. Roxy went to NXT, she, right? Yeah, she she just, uh, I believe she signed with uh, NXT. Uh, this may actually be the new version of NXT that we uh, that we miss. Now, now let's get uh, yeah. let's get Triple H in there, you know? <laughs> you know, let's get him out of WWE. Let, let Triple H get in there and get his fingers dirty. Um, man, that, I, man, you, man, stop playing. <laughs> Listen, stop man, this playing. is the shit. Where's, this where's is, Regal? Where's Regal? That's the, that's the next point I wanted to make, bro. <laughs> William Regal is out there, bro. Imagine Tony Khan brings in William Regal to run man. Ring of Honor. Imagine Tony Khan brings in Samoa Joe to run Joe. partially Ring of Honor while he does 50-50, runs Ring of Honor also be and also to be an in-ring talent. Where's Moro? Moro Ronaldo calling the fucking matches. Man, you know, I mean, the, the, the opportunities here. Stop playing, man. Holy crap. There, wow. th- th- this, this is a big deal. And the biggest thing of all as to why they did what they did is because Tony Khan is setting AEW up for a very fruitful future. There will be a streaming service out there, whether it's Hulu or Amazon or or uh, the rumored HBO Max, which is, I believe, a Turner, a Turner asset. And whoever else wants to dip their feet into the pro wrestling realm, Tony Khan is setting himself up with his Ring of Honor library alone. And you know why Tony Khan taped, er, taped everything AEW. Yeah. He's got so much already in the three years for AEW. Jesse, this is going to set AEW up to sell their IP to a streaming service for streaming and we may have a new home for AEW, whether it's Netflix or, or any one of these uh, aforementioned um, streaming services. This is going to be a big money deal on top of TNT probably offering TK God knows how much money because they've been doing so great on, on Turner, on TBS and TNT with a new TV deal in 2024. I mean, AEW, a lot of people kind of wrote them off about being in the green. Tony Khan is setting this shit up to make some fucking major money, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. He is, he is, 
he was literally going to be the Vince McMahon of the nineties um, in the United States right now. And, and this, and he's starting to, and we already heard the rumors of him starting to venture off into the UK, man. He's not stopping right there. No. And, and, and I've had HBO max for about six months, man. I had to let it go because I, we just stopped using it as much, Yep. but take my fucking money, man. They have fantastic television on HBO max. Yeah, I haven't really dove into HBO Max. I watched a movie here and there. I think the last thing I watched was uh, some bullshit. I made the Halloween movie, and I thought it was awful. But um, yeah, maybe maybe it's just a pandemic thing. But during the pandemic, they had like really really good blockbuster premieres. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was the place to be for sure. But if yeah. if HBO Max is getting uh, AEW television or replays at least of Dynamite, and then uh, the access to the pay per views live. Uh, like we're getting for Revolution, if something like that was to happen on HBO Max. I mean, I, I get it for free because I am a um, AT&T. Uh, I'm godfathered into AT&T, so they gave me HBO Max for free. So I, I'm I'm good to go. But for everybody else, I mean, that's a great a great thing to sign up to, for HBO Max for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, HBO, I've had that as I had, I've had Peacock. And I'll pay for it. I mean, I paid for it for months without AEW. I mean, I did let it go, but it was not for them. It was just for just cutting costs everywhere. But I'll pick it back up for AEW easily. This is this is major news, guys. Uh, we don't really have much as far as uh, information on top of what we talked about, but those are the immediate things that have obviously jumped off our brains in regards to this announcement. And this all came on the heels of AEW Revolution. Let's run through this card real quick. This may be, on paper at least, it certainly has the potential to be AW's best show ever as far as an in-ring aspect is concerned. Uh, Adam Page versus Adam Cole for the AW World Championship. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa for the AW Women's Championship. Triple threat match between Jurassic Express, Red Dragon, and the Young Bucks for the AW Tag Team Championships. MJF versus CM Punk in a dog collar match. Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston, Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy versus Sting, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara. And then we got the ladder match, Wardlow, Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and one more to be announced on Friday, either Ethan Page or Christian Cage. That's the Revolution ladder match, number one contender for the TNT title on the line. And then Jade Cargill versus Tay Conti for the TBS championship. This was one hell of a fucking go-home, Sean, man. This was... This was Storytelling at its finest, especially with that CM Punk and MJF segment. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm so fucking hyped about this fucking news, man, because the Forbidden Door just got fucking huge. Yeah, it just got even bigger, man. The possibilities. I'm not sure how they plan on running it. You know, I mean, but I have faith in what they want to do because. Here's what I know we need, man. I mean, I'm sorry. I know I know we're fucking deviating, but this is big fucking news. They need TV. We need to get ROH on TV, prime time every fucking week, man. And once that happens, I, I, the talent can be spread more. We can get more people on TV. We're gonna we're gonna start seeing ROH um, shows on, on YouTube the same way in the same vein that we see Dark. Um, he can just keep, he can continue to build off their brand and spread it out and just integrate AEW with it and just make the fans. Fun. I mean, it would legit be a brand split, but not really a, like a like like an official brand split because I mean, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, 
I can't fucking wait. I can't wait for this one. That's the one thing we don't know. We don't know if it's going to be televised. We don't know if it's going to be a uh, Time Warner thing. Um, I, I don't know. I, w- I would love it to be because yeah. I think there's a lot of great talent over there that deserves to be on TV and, and deserves to be showcased. And, and like I said, if this is going to be a feeder system or a developmental territory, then they could use that, split some of their roster. They could easily give Ring of Honor 30 to 40% of their roster that they're not using and, and move them over to Ring of Honor and give them some prime fucking TV time and ha- learn how to get, you know, TV, uh, the production side of things right, and, and entrances and all this stuff, and learn the ins and outs, and then be brought to Dynamite one at a time when you're ready, when you learned all that you need to know. Because there's, ta- there's been a lot of talent on, on Dynamite that haven't been, you know, prone to TV or, or know what to do when it comes to TV, working the hard camera, this and that. This, this is so fucking big. And like Jesse said, this is this is very exciting because it answers a lot of those questions and concerns that the fans had about the bloated roster. And I would absolutely put it on TV. It's a great thing for us, too, because not only are we fans, we're excited about this. We want to see everybody succeed. I would love to add another show in light of fucking how god-awful NXT's been. I miss that type of wrestling. They were doing the Ring of Honor thing with Triple H in charge, and now we got Ring of Honor back on television being run by Tony Khan. I'd love to add another show. To the lineup. I really would. It's great for content creators as well. Yeah, who doesn't love ROH as far as like the the, um, the talent goes in this industry right now, too. I wonder if he I wonder if he keeps on the same management and everything else and just you know have them work under his leadership while he just owns the place. Does he gut the place? What does he do exactly? You know? Well, I don't know. I don't think that I don't think Ring of Honor really has any employees. I mean they 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 have uh you know whoever their champions are, but I don't know who's in charge there. I don't think anybody's in charge. Yeah. I think they let everybody go. So I think I think I genuinely think Tony Khan is starting from the ground up. He's gonna hire his own people. Nice. I, I, I can't wait to see where this goes, man. I cannot wait to see where this goes. Well, this this was the big news tonight, guys. Obviously, Tony Khan came out and announced that uh that big news at the open of Dynamite. Takeaway from Dynamite tonight, Jesse. Great go home show. Uh we had the John Moxley, Brian Danielson promo. I thought that was fantastic. Got me hyped about that. The big thing that happened on Dynamite, in my honest opinion, and everybody saw it coming, and... Jamie Hayter? Oh. <laughs> what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about, Jamie Hayter? What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Sorry. Wait, 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 bro, get your mind out of the gutter, bro. What's going on? What do you mean gutter? She had a great match. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else, man. I mean, don't be like yeah. these degenerates in the chat, bro. Come on. No, man. We got to be professional is- here, bro. Come on. Jamie Hayter is trending for a reason, bro. Listen, me. don't let me get Julia Hart on you, bro. We don't need these kind of, kind of comments on here. Okay? Oh, come on. Um, MJF. I think everybody knew MJF was going to turn on CM. Well, not really turn, but like kind of lure him in and uh, fool him, uh, get him weak before the pay-per-view. I thought that segment was absolutely fucking fantastic. And I'm more excited about I was excited about the match going in before all this happened the last two weeks. And now I'm even more excited about what's happening because of what happened tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really good stuff, man. They, it, it, it got real, really fast in that segment. dude. I mean, I can't really believe MJF crying, but I mean, he did a, he did a damn good job and CM Punk fell for it and we'll get into it. But the one thing that I take away from that, Jesse, and I, I agree with you, uh, it, it does smell like 50-50 booking. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It does not look like MGF is going to come out winning on this one. And we don't need 50-50 bookie. I mean, we could keep that to uh, Bruce Pritchard. I mean, that's his uh, that's his nice little dinner pl- pl- dinner plate right there. 50-50 yeah. booking. Well, Tony Khan doesn't need to do 50-50 booking. Yeah, with, with this go-home angle, man, I mean, I, I, I want to see Punk win. Punk can lose this match now, man. That's a that's a really bad look on a guy that you want to keep star appeal running through. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, I, I get I mean, it. This, this, after, after what he went through tonight, man, the, the Punk that we know should come out guns blazing and no way in hell he's going to lose, man. I mean, just, well, be, just, just on the strength of that go-home angle alone. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, uh, MJ, listen, MJ did beat him twice in Chicago. Yeah. So, I mean, we might get a third. Maybe we'll get a rubber match and they'll give that one uh, to MJF. But, man, it, that was rough, man. I was watching it like, man, this is great. This is, ooh, Punk's fucking Lou uh, going to win, isn't he? Yeah, yep. he's going to win, man. That's not good. And the other big thing that happened tonight was Darius Martin, Dante Martin's brother, top flight got back together. What? A tremendous performance by both guys, especially uh, Darius, who just came back from a uh, ACL tear, I believe it was, Jesse. He looked physically impressive, and he looked like he didn't miss a fucking step. And, and Tony Khan clearly loves these guys. He was one of the last guys in there with uh, everybody. FTR, Young Bucks, he was the sole remaining member of his team after his brother got eliminated. What a fucking performance by Top Flight and Darius Martin tonight. Perfect. I mean, I, I thought I thought Darius was going to win this one, man. I, listen, yeah. I wanted him to win it. Yeah, I mean, I thought he's going to pull it off. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I see why they, he didn't, but I mean, it was still exciting to see it. I know, and we know, we know how much they love Top Flight. We know that the Bucks put everything behind them, and TK is getting right behind them as well. So there's nothing but fans. I mean, the sky's the limit for Top Flight right now. Yeah, they're going to do great things, and they may have a huge year in 2022. Very much looking forward to that. Guys, we're going to get into the breakdown of Dynamite, but uh, let me run through the usual shtick here. I appreciate you guys joining me on your Wednesday nights, wherever you may be. We got 3,000 in the venue tonight. Everybody is excited about the Ring of Honor purchase. Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor. We got 856 likes in the live stream right now. Let's try and get, this is the goal for tonight, guys. Can we get 1,500 likes before the stream is over? If you guys are excited about the purchase of Ring of Honor, hit that thumbs up and show us how much you love what happened tonight on Dynamite, man. Greatly helps out the video, and it's free to do so. It's the best way to show some support. Also, Super Chats are open. Get them on in. Let us know how you feel about everything that happened tonight on Dynamite what you're excited about going into Revolution, what your thoughts are on Ring of Honor. So make sure you get those Super Chats in. We will read them at the end of the show. Memberships are coming in. Thank you guys very much for the memberships. We got Ricardo and Zatz becoming new members. And then Craig Skiff is a 24-month member today. Two years now, he joins the very exclusive field with that gold microphone. So, Craig, thank you so much, man. Make sure you guys join the channel, become a VIP, sit VIP with me, and become a channel member. You guys get those emotes and those badges as gifts on me for joining the channel, man. Great stuff there. Go check out all the other videos that you might have missed. Off the script, 418 was live. 
on Monday. We talked about Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar being a unification match and WWE slowly taking away the true meaning of a unification match. As Dave Meltzer reported that both Universal and WWE titles will still be brand-specific titles. It makes no fucking sense to me, and I'm going to be very angry if Bruce Prichard doesn't do what he needs to do. Dan! Dan the man! 966 becomes a new member. See? That's all I have to do, bro. Just throw it out there. We got three new members tonight. Thank you guys very much, and go check out Off the Script. If you guys missed any of that stuff on the channel Monday... I'll be back with your regular content all through the week. I will be live on Friday for SmackDown. I will be live on Sunday for Revolution. Should be a great week of content ahead. Follow us on Twitter, at JD from NY206. You see Jesse's at right there, at Chi-Town Smart. Jesse, what happened to the YouTube channel, bro? Tony Khan took you down? Bro, I got a, I got a, I got a tech, man. I think, I think MJF did it, to be honest. No, you know who it was. It was Thunder Rosa complaining to... Uh, to uh, AEW management. Look at this fucking guy. Maybe, Get him out of here. I re- maybe I revealed something on the show that they didn't want public yet. Who knows? Maybe you should have watched it. What? That uh, that your tacos uh, that don't have sour cream are, are shit? Trash? Uh, well, garbage? Hell. Yeah, I don't know. I have to I just turn the audio up too loud during a certain segment because there was no, I had no commentary for it because I decided I didn't want to do commentary for it because it was a great wrestling match and they didn't eat fucking tacos. So I just let the spread, uh, match speak for itself. And MJF got me blocked. So the video came down. No big deal. MJF has um, you blocked. Nah, I, no. Not, oh, okay. No I mean, he's in Long Island, bro. I'll take the drive up the up the fucking uh, the turnpike here. Yeah. Give me a break. Um, I'll go meet him somewhere. What the fuck I, you I doing, bro? Anybody, man. He'd be a hypocrite. Uh, speaking of commentary, yo, TK, if you're watching the show, bro, you need a commentary uh, commentary team for uh, Ring of Honor, man. I mean, Solo Monster. Got you, got you covered there, man. I mean, come on. We'll come cheap, too. I'll do it for free. There you go. Just give me some uh just, just give me some cold beverages and uh some good catering, man. Show me what Titus can't do. Anyway. You can run you can run catering, bro. Who? Who can run catering? You, you can run catering, man. I don't want to run catering. Why not? I'm gonna get you to fucking run catering so everybody kicks your ass about your tacos. Hey man, if I run catering, everybody would be happy. <laughs> yeah, sure, in, sure thing. In the, in the thing, smiling and happy as they perform their moves because of my awesome catering stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guys, listen, support the sponsor for today's show, Audible, audibletrial.com slash script. 30 days free of their service and one free audio book. I know everybody loves some free shit, so make sure you guys hit that thumbs up and uh, get Audible as well. Audibletrial.com slash scripts. Let's start at the top, Jesse. We got We got some news here. I don't know why I didn't have it pulled up. Tony Khan was actually on a conference call today. And I got some news and notes about the conference call. And he talked about Cody Rhodes. He talked about the video game. So we're going to start off with only the important things here. And then we're going to dive into Dynamite. Uh, Tony Khan says... ROH going to be in the video game? Who? Who? Is ROH going to be in the video game? Uh, maybe. It may, it may be DLC. Who knows? Uh, oh, Who knows? Man. I don't know. I don't, listen, man. That video game is going to be fucking lit. Let me tell you. Nice. Uh, as far as the TV deal negotiations, Tony Khan says the goal is to be the strongest the company has ever been when it comes to signing a new deal. He believes Turner is very happy with the performance of AEW programming. I would think that they are. AEW has been killing it for the last two and a half, three years. Uh, Tony Khan is asked about the TV negotiations. He's talked about uh, revolution. He's going to 
Obviously, he's going into Revolution thinking that it's going to be a great show. It's going to set the tone for 2022. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tony Khan says it's tough to manage a huge roster, but they have a really great roster. It's very exciting uh, to add to the roster. He talked about Cody Rhodes. He said it was very sad to see Cody and Brandy leave AEW. I haven't said much, but what I do have to say is very positive. I thank them for helping grow the company. I wish them the best, says Tony Khan. So uh, he didn't really uh, get into that so much, and uh, I guess we will see. What happens coming out of the Ring of Honor situation, Cody Rhodes is going to be a part of that or not in the next coming weeks. Uh, If he's in WWE, it's going to happen within the next month, so uh, we will find out very shortly. Tony Khan spoke highly of Thunder Rose and Britt Baker. Big praise for their match. Says the championship being on the line is going to make it a huge match. It will not main event, he says. That match is not main eventing the show, so clearly he's got something else planned major for the main event, which I'm assuming will be Page versus Cole for the AEW Championship. And we'll talk about Thunder Rosa and uh, Britt Baker a little bit later. We got some uh, we got some reservations as far as what's going on there. Don't, don't you have any reservations towards Thunder Rosa, Jesse? Or Britt Baker, I should say. You don't even have any reservations towards, towards Rosa. Yeah, man, I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I texted you earlier about it. Britt Baker just seemed to be a little off over the last couple of months. Um. I mean, she's fine in the ring and things like that, but the, I mean, as far as what she's been doing, it just it 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 reminds me of when she missed time but didn't miss time with her wrist injury. I mean, because she was on TV every week finding something to do but but wrestle. I mean, I know we saw her wrestle tonight and everything else, but Britt Baker hasn't done too much of anything as far as in ring work. They've been very very um, mindful of as, as to what they do with her tonight. She was in the tag match and things like that. I mean, I entirely expected her to, uh, I think I still do expect her to um, lose on Sunday and maybe even take a small break or something. I'm not sure, man. I haven't seen any reports on this. This is all just me just looking at her. But I've been watching her from day one when I said she sucked. And through this increase of her abilities and her rise to the top, I've been watching her. And right now, she just seems off, like something's not right there. I mean, she's she's still great, but it seems that they're holding back on her for some reason or another. Well, well, I don't know what's going to happen at uh, Revolution. Thunder Rosa got the victory over Britt Baker tonight in that uh, tag team match. So, I mean, anything is really uh, possible going into the pay-per-view. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, He said that it's difficult deciding the match order at Revolution. Like I told you, uh, the world title match will go on last. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa will not be closing the show. 
And uh, it's going to be very difficult for these matches, seeing how great the card is, to uh, come up with a match order. There's so much great stuff happening on Sunday. He's uh, really struggling right now with the match order. He wants everything to flow nicely. He talked about that. He's uh, confirming that AEW is looking at some bigger venues for pay-per-views. They should, honestly, in my honest opinion. I think those pay-per-views with the card, especially with uh, Sunday's show, probably could sell uh, a ton more tickets if they were in a bigger venue. And uh, he is looking at Craven Cottage in the UK, so talks are still ongoing about that being their first venue in the United Kingdom. He talked about Jeff Hardy. He said Jeff Hardy's still under contract to WWE under the 90-day non-compete. He'd love to have Jeff Hardy, but doesn't think it should be a foregone conclusion, he says. So Tony Khan uh, talked about Jeff Hardy, and more than likely he's bringing in Jeff. I don't see how anybody thinks Tony Khan is not bringing in Jeff Hardy to AEW to put the Hardy boys back together. It's going to happen. Jeff kind of let the cat out of the bag, and then he kind of retracted it. Now Tony Khan's giving uh, the run around here. I mean, give me a break. Jeff Jeff, Jeff Hardy is all elite. I mean, uh, after March 9th, uh, whenever you want to fucking come up with a date, he's all elite. Uh, Tony Khan put over Mikey Ruckus. Mikey Ruckus is probably the best composer in all pro wrestling right now, in my honest opinion. He just does a great fucking job with the theme music, and everybody has identifiable theme music and theme music that fits themselves. I could watch AEW programming, Jesse, and hear the first couple of notes from an AEW theme and know who the fuck's coming out. On WWE, I can't tell the difference between Dana Brooke and uh, fucking uh, anybody else on the roster. Damian Priest, I can't tell. Or, or Dolph Ziggler. I can't tell the difference between any of their theme musics. He says there's a concert happening the weekend of Revolution. It's a great chance for people to go see him play live. He thinks it's a great opportunity for fans to have fun and do something different. And he talked about Kenny Omega as well. He says that when Kenny Omega comes back, they're more than likely going to then introduce the trios championships. What does that mean? I don't know why they wait for Kenny. I know why they're waiting for Kenny. I mean, well, I don't know because we have plenty of room to get them rolling without Kenny. Kenny can be integrated when he's ready to come back. I know, but uh, he thinks that it will help bolster that division with Kenny Omega back in the fold is what he said. Certainly seems like the trios titles are coming Uh, sometime in the spring or summer of AEW. Tony Khan says MJF is given some of the best promos in modern pro wrestling. I would have to agree. Says his promo last week moved a lot of people, and it was more impactful because people did not expect it. He called MJF an extraordinary performer and an extraordinary person. So, uh, obviously, there is love there. MJF is, uh, you know, he's teasing that he's going to... Go to WWE, he's going he's gonna to break the bank, going to WWE, WWE's going to try and lure, lure him away from AEW. He ain't going anywhere. He ain't going anywhere. There's no fucking way MJF is going to WWE. Uh, he's Cody. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see about that. We got, we got 30 days to figure that one out. Um, he says Hangman and Cole will get the main event spot. He did confirm that. Uh, praised Hangman's progress as champion. He says, nobody's had better matches than Hangman since winning the title, saying that Hangman Cole is last, and Hangman versus Danielson 1 and 2, and Hangman versus Archer are the three best matches he believes he's seen in all of AEW, and he believes in Cole to bring Paige to another great match where that match can fall in line with all the others he's had so far. Tony Khan did mention Cesaro, and he likes Cesaro and is open for him to join AEW. I mean, that's a no-brainer there. 
But I don't think Cesaro should really go to A. And maybe he will. I don't know. With this Ring of Honor purchase, I don't see anything off the table. He can go ROH. Yeah. So maybe he does come in. Maybe he's in the yeah. ladder match. Maybe we get a, a wild card in the ladder match. We don't know. So who the yeah. fuck knows what's going on? Um, AEW will be recording some video game content at AEW Dark with the audience. They've recorded some voiceovers for the game as well. So the game is coming along. And he says he loves having Cody Rhodes, but he's done two all-out shows without Cody. They're confident they can continue to put on great shows without Cody because Cody was another uh, question from... uh, There was a bunch of uh, internet fucking geeks there from the community, uh, reporters and journalists. So everybody continued to bring up Cody Rhodes. Uh, So he went on to finally say Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. That was asked. They're uh, way different talent than everybody else on the roster. There's plenty of appeal but they're not exactly the same. They complement each other well. Puts over Orange Cassidy, developing draw good numbers for his matches. And obviously, he's a top merchandise seller on pro wrestling tees. So that was pretty much the gist of the conference call for Tony Khan. Uh, not really any groundbreaking news there, but uh, it sets the tone for what should be a great revolution Sunday. Jesse, we started Dynamite with Danielson and... Christopher Daniels. We got Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels. These two actually wrestled in a three-way on the very first Ring of Honor show. The other man that was in this three-way is the current House of Glory Crown Jewel champion. And that is Low Key, who won that match. So there's a little fun fact for you. Uh, So with the announcement of Ring of Honor, Tony Khan put this match together. Two Ring of Honor legends here in Daniels and Danielson. Uh, this was good. You know, Danielson is still very good at his age. He was still sporting that uh, that eye injury. I don't know if that's a work or a shoot, bro. That eye injury, that was uh, that was pretty pretty legit there. No, man, his eye's been looking like this ever since. Wow, that's, that's pretty crazy. So uh, he had uh, a really banged up eye from the last time he was on television. I believe it came at the hands of the Young Bucks. And this was a good match. Crowd was into it, set the tone for what Moxley and... Danielson will be doing at the pay-per-view. So this one went to Daniels. This wasn't really anything uh, surprising. So Danielson, he was chopping down uh, Christopher Daniels. They fought on the top rope. Daniels sent Danielson to the mat, landed a diving crossbody. Danielson counted into a roll-up. They went back and forth with some cradles and some near falls. Big rolling elbow strike from Brian Danielson. Got another near fall for him. Uh, Daniels went for another iconoclasm, and Danielson stopped that. Danielson went for a top rope Frankensteiner, but Danielson kind of shoot him away. Danielson uh, then is in a position. Daniels turned a dive into a urinagi, but Brian countered the best moonsault ever by Christopher Daniels into a triangle sleeper, and that was pretty much it for the match. After the match, Danielson takes the microphone and said it used to be tradition to shake someone's hand before and after the match, but he's not in Ring of Honor. He's in AEW, and he then kicked Daniel's head into the mat several times. He said at Revolution he's going to do the same thing same thing to John Moxley's head. Bro, I said it on Twitter. This, this may be the greatest version of, of Brian Danielson that we've seen uh, as far as we've had the pleasure of watching him on national television. Th- this... This is incredible, and the man is absolutely fucking flawless. He is, and it seems like he's enjoying his work, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, he's he's enjoying everything he does out there, even if he's being a dick, you know. 
And he just he just got like a little bit of a smirk slash grin on his face. He's he, you can tell he's enjoying what he's doing, and everybody out there is looking better getting the ring with Ryan Danielson right now. Man. Guys on top of this game. Yeah, and this match, this is gonna be this is gonna be one of John Moxley's best matches in AEW since he's been here. I'm I'm calling that uh, this may be the match of tonight. At uh, a revolution, it certainly has every uh, every right to be uh, with these two guys and their body work. John Moxley obviously interfered here after all the shit talk that that Brian was talking. So he comes out and says he can see that Danielson is better now and more violent than ever, but he's got it wrong. There's two paths he can walk right now, and he's at a crossroads. Danielson thinks Moxley will walk down a path path to get his head kicked in, but that isn't what will happen. He chooses another path. Through sheer force of will, he will walk through bullets and through Brian. At the end of the path, he beats the American Dragon. He says the story of John Moxley is just starting, and the first chapter is written this Sunday, and it will be written in blood. He said there's millions of people watching right now, and Moxley invites Brian to take a shot. And then Brian goes to punch him. He pretends to punch him and rolls out of the ring like a fucking heel. And then he slithers away and walks away. I thought this was great. Moxley and his intensity is absolutely unmatched and unrivaled. And it just set the tone for what I honestly think is going to be a bloody match, bro. This may be the match of the night come Sunday. Yeah, but I think we have a new dynamic being introduced right now, though. So in the buildup to this, Brian wanted to, wanted to partner with Moxley, right? Yeah. Um. So and Moxley's like, hey, you know. Whatever, we can see, but, you know, Mox is a real fucking man, so, you know, we got to bleed the first moment you got. So, we're going to have this match. All right. But Bryanson, and no, Bryanson, Danielson is a dick. Basically, Brian is a heel and Moxie's a baby face. So, if they're going to tag, if they're going to team up, who's going to go over? Is Moxie going to become a heel? Is Brian going to become a baby face? I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a perfect it's a perfect situation. It's a perfect out for them if they want to switch roles. I mean, they're both yeah. beloved. If Brian wants to go babyface and, and Moxley, you know, wants to go heel, it's certainly capable of happening between these two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I hope they don't. I mean, I, I mean, they could. I hope they don't keep the dynamic split because that'll turn into another um, Wardlow and Sean Spears dynamic. Yeah, we've already got that. So I want to see one do a, do a dramatic turn. And the only thing dramatic about a turn like that would be a heel turn. So does Moxley go full heel with Brian after this? It's a welcome sight, but you know what, bro? With, with the way Brian is working right now, I, I, I don't change Brian the way he is. This violent Brian is, is, is what I want to see. I, I, like, I love how nasty and uncaring he is. That's yeah. what I want to see out of him. Moxley, we're going to get that. People love him, but... I wouldn't change the dynamic at all between these guys. No, no. And, and if so, Brian wants to go, he if Brian wants to go babyface, bro. I mean, it's going to be very easy for that to. Happen. I mean, shake hands, hug at the end of the match, bloody mess, just massive respect from everybody, and then come out on Wednesday and be buddy buddy. Brian knows as, what to as, do. As, as far as credibility goes with the audience and the fans, Brian can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, he can be he can be heel face every other week of the month, and nobody will really fucking complain. Yeah. Now this is this is the absolute best that we've seen of Brian, and I'm uh, I'm very excited to see this match on on Sunday night. I think it's going to be possibly the match of the night. So we got the Casino Tag Team Battle Royale. This is a, another tag team battle royal. We had the 
Red Dragon guys, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, win a battle royal last week, which was just a standard battle royal. Everybody was in the ring at the same time. They, oh, yo, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to pause you for a second. Go back. Um, trios titles. Yeah. Moxley and Brian. Yeah. Do they go ahead and do they actually get to recruit Daniel Garcia? I could see it. Trios champions right there. Garcia, man. To anybody who does not know, they haven't watched enough, Garcia is easily one of the best wrestlers on that entire roster. He is damn good. And how old is he? 21? 22? 20 fucking something, man. The guy's amazing. Fucking amazing, man. If Brian, uh, Brian would know uh, how good Garcia is, you know, so uh, I could see that. Uh, I don't know what you do if how you split him away from 2.0, if that's what they want to do, or if 2.0 is going to go on and find somebody else. But I I don't mind that. I could absolutely see that happening. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. So we got this tag team battle royal. Last week's battle royal, everybody was in the ring. This week's battle royal is, uh, I believe, every 90 seconds or so, another team comes in. So this was uh, like a, a mini Royal Rumble. So we got the acclaimed. We got the Dark Order. We got the Butcher and Blade. We got the Varsity Blondes, Bear Country, Santana and Ortiz, the Best Friends, more Dark Order. This was Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. The other Dark Order guys were number 10, Preston Vance and number 5. We got the Young Bucks. We got Ryan Nemeth and Peter Avalon. We got the Gun Club, Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson 2.0. Jesse, every fucking tag team in AEW was in this thing. Every tag team. And the returning top flights. Darius Martin is back. Dante Martin has his brother back. Darius looked great. He looked a lot bigger. He had a knee brace on his leg. Dante looked happy that he could finally move on now with top flight. These guys, man, I'm telling you, man, I don't know how old they are, but with the rise of Dante Martin and his star shining brighter, it's definitely going to rub off on Darius. I think they're going to be a legit... I don't know how old they are, like I said, but give these guys three, four, five years, bro. They're going to be an absolute top team, not only in AEW, but in the industry is top flight. Yeah, that that solo push that um, that Dante got on the, over the last year or so, man, is is going to just, um, just, just migrate over into the tag team. Yeah. So, I mean, so their momentum is not lost in any way because um, Dante was treated very, very nicely over the last year. So that team is still on top. So they started the match with FTR. And uh, believe it or not, both of these teams actually were uh, in the final field of guys as well. I'm not going to go over all the eliminations. It's just your very formulaic uh, standard battle royal. You would imagine everybody else got eliminated. I was very upset with, again, Santana and Ortiz being eliminated so early on in this thing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to happen with these guys. We might as well talk about it now. Um, Jesse, there was a promo backstage with Jericho, and Santana Ortiz came up to Jericho as he was talking about Eddie Kingston and what he's going to do to Eddie Kingston at the pay-per-view on Sunday. And then after Jericho was done speaking, Santana Ortiz just stood there very, very angry looking, and Jericho put out his fist for a, a fist bump, and Santana gave him a fist bump back, and Ortiz just shook his head yes, and then Jericho's like, I got your back always. Now, I don't think this is exactly what we saw tonight. I honestly think this is going to 
move Santana Ortiz possibly into a heel role, and they're going to turn on Jericho at the pay-per-view. It might, it might be what's best for these guys right now, to be honest with you. Um, and I know, they're, I know they're over as baby faces. They are. But their energy... And the way they look, yeah, and the way and the way they act when they when they when they are healed, well, that's, I've seen LAX, you know, and it's it 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 all, it all clicks, it all works, man. These guys can be just killers. They can be legit killers, though, and they don't have to be asshole heels. They can be just look like like remind me of like 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 AOP, you know, AOP were healed, but they weren't necessarily complete dicks. They were just gonna demolish you. They didn't give a fuck who you were. I, I yeah. can see, I can see those guys coming off like that as heels. I, I would love to see that. Yeah, I think it may be best for them as well. And uh, I think this is all a setup uh, going into the Revolution pay per view with uh, Jericho and Eddie Kingston. I do think that they side with Eddie Kingston. Don't know what it means for Kingston, but I do think that uh, Santana Ortiz after the match is over, turn on Chris Jericho and they uh, build some sympathy for Chris Jericho as those two guys are going heel. But we, we see the end of this match. I'm going to go right to the end because, as you guys uh, are probably aware, it, it's a regular battle royal. We don't need to go over who eliminated who. Nothing really spectacular happened until the end of the match. So we got the Young Bucks. They're in there with uh, Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson. So Bucks hit a double clothesline to eliminate Anderson. And then right after that, Lee Johnson was out as well. Jesse was texting me, great job, Young Bucks. Fuck that guy. So now I got to DM uh, Lee Johnson to show him all the hideous and, ha- and heinous things that Jesse was saying as he was eliminated in this take. I was going, listen, bro, I was cheering for Brock and Lee Johnson, man. I wanted them to win this match, man. They should have been in the triple threat match. <laughs> this is why I got assaulted outside the goddamn wind trust. Oh, this, this is why stuff like this. They were eliminated by the Young Bucks. Jesse's going to be eliminated soon after by uh, Lee Johnson again for a second time. So Top Flight's in there with the acclaimed. Anthony Bowens is still in there. Um, Top Flight takes it to Bowens, clotheslining him out. Trent is in there. He's hanging on to the ropes, trying to uh, save himself from elimination. He and Uno trade punches on the apron, and then all of a sudden, Danhausen pops up, and he curses evil Uno. Uh, Jesse, no pop for Danhausen in Jacksonville. He may not be popular in Jacksonville. Hey, Jacksonville does not give a single fuck about Danhausen. No Danhausen chance. What happened? I mean, this was not Chicago, man, because this guy came out of the ring and Jacksonville was like, who the fuck is this guy? You guys leave a few months and this? What is this? Uh, I don't know what happened there. They, I mean, Jacksonville's been missing out, man. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't know. Uh, you, you ever been to Jacksonville? Nah. You don't want to. You don't want to go to Jacksonville. Believe me. That's why That's why they looked at Danhausen. They were like, Ugh. all right. Uh, Danhausen pops up. He curses Uno and then allows Chuck to hit a German suplex, or Trent, rather, to eliminate evil Uno. Uh, Chuck was eliminated. And we got uh, 2.0. Santana Ortiz, they're brawling on the ring apron. And we get 2.0 getting eliminated. Then uh, Santana and Ortiz is eliminated, and I did not like that. I was hoping that they would at least be in the final uh, set of teams there, but they were eliminated. And then uh, we're down to Dante Martin. He ends up uh, taking out Cash Wheeler, but uh, he also eliminated himself in the process. So now we are in here with FTR. Harwood is almost eliminated. He's hanging on with one foot. Red Dragon then comes out of nowhere and... 
are distracting him on the outside. That allows the Bucks to hit the double super kick to eliminate Dax Hardwood. And then now we're just down to Darius and the Young Bucks. So Martin is uh, doing his thing in here. Catching Nick with a leaping elbow, then a standing Spanish fly. Tries to eliminate Nick. Brandon Cutler's on the outside. Saves Nick Jackson from being eliminated. Darius then ends up pushing Matt into his brother, which knocks him out of the ring. Darius almost eliminates Matt, who's clinging on for dear life here. He and Matt then end up rolling on the ring apron, going back and forth with punches. We got the crowd legitimately standing on their feet. They were really excited about this. He's holding his own until Matt Jackson hits a low blow, and then that allows him to eliminate Darius, the winner. Here is the Young Bucks. Red Dragon then get in the ring to congratulate them, but Jurassic Express then comes out, and they all stare at each other. This is your triple threat match for Revolution. Excellent closing sequences and closing moments of this Battle Royal, Jesse, with Darius uh, coming back and really starting at the number one position, number team, number one team position, then lasting all the way to the end with the Young Bucks. Who do you see going over in this tag team match, Jesse? Red Dragon, Jurassic Express, or the Young Bucks? Do you see a title change happening on Sunday? Yes, Red Dragon. Red Dragon's going to be the tag team champions. Yeah, I think I think they're doing, um, they're getting the most um, as far as active storylines right now. Uh, I think the Bucks have, were just champions for a while, so putting the titles right back on them makes no sense. And it just feels like they don't have anything really exciting um, set for Jurassic Express as far as being champions. But I can see so many different storylines and angles coming out of Red Dragon, especially with Adam Cole potentially coming out as champion, too. Yeah, I don't see Adam Cole coming out as champion, though. Yeah, I mean, I can see it either way. Yeah, I, I, can, see I, the, I... I can see it either way, man. Um, if he doesn't, it's no skin off my nose. And if he does... Same way, because like I said, I mean, I've not been not been disappointed with Hangman as champion. I mean, I just would would have liked to have seen more, and we can still see more. So we'll see, we'll see. That can go fifty fifty, and I'm not going to complain either way as long as we get a good match at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, we said this, uh, we said this last week. If Cole wins, I'm fine. If Cole loses, I'm fine. Same thing with Paige. If he wins or loses, I'm fine. I, I do think we see the reemergence of Kenny Omega on Sunday, though. I, I do think that uh, they've been downplaying his return. Uh, I don't know how he's feeling as of late, but uh, I do think that Kenny Omega makes his return to AEW on Sunday. He's not going to be back in the ring immediately, but I do think that they start to reintroduce him back to television, being that this storyline is probably going to be the biggest thing uh, going into the summer for AEW. It could be. I can see that. Um, I can see him coming back and costing um, Adam Cole the title. Um, I can see him coming back and costing Hangman the title. You know, it's the matter of which way they want to go. But, I mean, he seems to have had heat with Cole when he left, you know, about the group and everything else. So maybe they'll pick up, pick up right there. But, you know, things and ideas and plans can change between now and, you know, six months ago. So who knows how Kenny comes back, you know, or when. But um, I know with, with, with the announcement of this news and everything picking up, um, I'm sure Kenny, I'm sure AEW wants Kenny's face on TV as soon as possible. Yeah, I agree with that. If Paige wins, Jesse, who who do you see challenging Paige going into double or nothing? Do you, do you still maintain that it will be MJF even if he does lose to CM Punk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if Paige retains, uh, the, the, his next opponent is MJF, man. Easily, all day long. Yeah. So that's why I think we see uh, Cole on the losing end of things. Uh, I just think that uh, the natural progression here is Paige and MJF at Revolution. We'll see. Uh, Tony Khan may swerve us. We, we don't know. It, it's still semi-unpredictable. 
which is what I really appreciate. So we will find out all on Sunday. Uh, speaking of CM Punk, he comes out and he's looking uh, a, a little unlike CM Punk. He wasn't usually uh, this depressed or sad or just this confused coming out. He wasn't the jovial CM Punk that we usually see, appreciative of all the fans. He, he genuinely is concerned about the entire demeanor of MJF the week before. So he says he used to wake up and asked himself if he was the bad guy. He doesn't believe that people think they're the bad guy in their own story until a week ago. He thought Max was a bad guy. And he thinks what MJF did last week took courage, which he did not think MJF had. Punk says he can't shake the feeling that he's being gaslit, though, by MJF. He makes it clear that Punk doesn't think Max is lying. Where his question lies is his sincerity. Punk says there's a famous picture of him and Steve Austin. After lesser men framed him as someone who took his ball and went home, Punk didn't lash out. But since he's been there, he's seen Max knock out Dean Malenko, who has Parkinson's. He's heard him bury Brian Pillman. He's heard him say awful things about Darby Allen's uncle. One fact he knows is that hurt people hurt other people. Punk doesn't think he can say anything that is more impactful than anything he can do. He asked MJF to come out. The same one from last week. MJF comes out all sad. We got the sad MJF. Punk points out that some of the things he did, he did mock someone's addiction and mocked his addiction until he lost his job over said addiction or pouring ashes on a wrestler from his old manager. He says that stuff just eats you up. Punk says this is bigger than wrestling. It's about an 11-year-old kid who looks up to MJF the same way MJF did to him. He might be wrong, though, but he woke up this morning and asked himself another question. Am I the good guy? The answer, he said, was there, and he put his hand out to shake MJF's hand. MJF backs away. He then goes in with a hug, and Punk is just standing there as MJF is hugging him like some weird fucking fan, does at these meet and greets, and then all of a sudden, Jesse, Punk hugs MJF back, and a low blow that you knew was coming and that was the entire thing that set this segment off. He then brings uh, CM Punk over to the ropes as MJF and hits him with a heat seeker. He then takes off his T-shirt, or his jacket rather, to reveal his T-shirt. And Jesse, the T-shirt that MJF had was the picture of him and Punk, a young MJF and CM Punk at that autograph signing right on the front of his T-shirt as he's smiling over his dirty deed. On this night. This was fucking great, man. I'm not even done with this shit, but up until this point, I'm like, this was fucking compelling, man. And this is the MJF I want to see, man. Fuck this crying shit. It was a great promo, but I don't want to see that MJF for a very long time, if ever. You can think that he's so good. Can he do wrong? No. Can he do any wrong, man? So if this so if his if if, if, the, if the long-term booking and the long-term storytelling required him to come out and cry for a night. And I'm with it because it all made tonight even that much more impactful. You know, it really fucking did. And Punk, I mean, talk about storytelling. The way he started breaking down this feud and going at it, he started making some good points. I started having fucking like memories of 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 
oh, fuck, you don't watch Karate Kid. Fuck you. The chat does. I'm Ooh. having reminiscent of, of memories of the, um, the Karate Kid and Daniel LaRue. I don't watch Karate Kid, bro. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm out, I'm out of the loop. Quiet. I'm talking to the real fucking fans who watch Karate Kid. You know, it, it felt like, I mean, we're assuming that the punk was a good guy, but the way he started pointing the storylines, I was like, he's got a good point. And he came out to the ring, interrupted MJF. Got into the ring, MJF tried to shake his hand, you know, and Punk walked out. Punk is the fucking dick here. I mean, he made some good fucking points, man. I was, I was, I was into the way they were telling this story and how he had played out. It was gold. It was fucking gold. Well, then he brings out Wardlow and Sean Spears. He puts the dynamite diamond ring on and then he punches CM Punk in the head. MJF then attacks him repeatedly with the ring, busting Punk open, blood everywhere. He calls Punk a stupid old man. He says he is a snake, and the greatest trick the devil pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist. This Sunday, he shows the world he is the devil. You did. (laughs) You are such a fucking dick. He shows the world he is the devil himself. Spears then pulls. Uh, now he's got this dog collar wrapped around, wrapped around his neck. And bro, Sean Spears is pulling on the fucking dog collar, choking Punk, hanging him over the fucking ropes. So he's dangling there. Sting Darby and Sammy Guevara come out and chase the pinnacle away. This was a tremendous segment that sold this match, man. The fucking peaks and valleys of this feud. It went to a place that we did not ever expect it to go. We questioned why it even went there with MJF showing any sort of sympathy or getting any sympathy on MJF, and now we know why, man. Look at the fucking little the little moment last week that, that had everybody questioned, why, why, what's going on? It all led up to this, and now look at how much more you are invested in this match because of the great performance from MJF last week and the goddamn bloody brutal attack he did this week. Wait. I can't wait. Um, I mean, they these guys are telling a story. I mean, they've only had one match. I mean, how long have they been going back and forth? About a couple of months now. Mm-hmm. One fucking match, and they didn't. They, they didn't need a second one. We're gonna get a second one, but I'm already, you know, at the edge of my seat waiting for this one. And you know what? It may be a second match, unofficially a third, a third one because MJ beat him twice in Chicago. Can't let that uh, little fact go. But this is the, the the second confirmed match, official match. And, and Jesse, I could see this match happening again, but for a much bigger prize. I, I could see I could see CM Punk, you know, if it, it listen, if MJF wants to go into this match with what he did tonight, I could absolutely see Tony Khan possibly doing MJF beating CM Punk. I know why you said CM Punk needs to win this match. I mean, after what happened to him tonight, I mean, I don't know how uh, he has any credibility after he loses that match. Uh, it yeah. would, it would, it would not damage him to an extent, but it would damage him to, uh, you know, a, a little bit. Uh, MJF wins this match, goes on to be the number one contender against Paige, and then CM Punk gets his revenge when MJF is uh, a world champion and he beats MJF for the world championship. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could be, it could be. I still, I, I'm still not sold on CM Punk compete for the world title just yet. I just don't think that's what he's here to do. Um, not being a full time performer, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it just, it, but it just feels like that's that's just not something Punk would want to do. But who fucking knows, man? Maybe him going after a title can help some, 
or put someone else over Edge champion at the same time. Well, how many how many people were saying the same thing about Edge? Oh, well, no, Edge is not here to win world championships. Or Edge is not here to, uh, you know, be the WWE champion. But, I mean, he challenged for the world championship last year at WrestleMania. If he won the world champion, if any, if he won, if he won a world championship, I don't think people would complain, especially on Monday Night Raw, where that show sucks. But I mean, he he was back for for what himself for the world championship. Well, to yeah, put but, to, to put young talent over or the world championship. Right, but Edge didn't leave because I mean, leave the sport because he was booked into oblivion by a part timer coming back and taking his world title. So. Punk taking a seven-year hiatus, then coming back and then taking a title from a young person makes him hypocrite. Well, MJF at that point would be over because of of CM Punk's help. I understand, man. I'm just I'm just trying to get into the mind of what I think Punk would be thinking. That's all. I mean, it's not to say I don't want to see him as champion. That's not what I'm saying. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe Punk doesn't want the world championship. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong. But is Punk gonna over? Is Punk gonna override what Tony Khan wants? What if Tony Khan wants CM Punk? CM Punk is the world champion. I think Tony Khan will respect CM Punk's uh, opinion on that, first and foremost. I mean, I, I don't know fucking Bill. What the fuck do I know, man? Maybe he wants to be champion. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he does. I don't know. I'm he just, does. I'm just, uh, listen, I, I, I would love an MJF victory on Sunday. But I could see, I could see every reason, every reason why it won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So we got that excellent segment. Very much looking forward to this match on Sunday. I'm looking forward to the whole fucking show. Never mind uh, this match and that match and this match and that match. It's going to be an amazing show on Sunday. Uh, Keith Lee, he's on Sunday show in the ladder match. He's backstage. Ricky Starks interrupts him again. He doesn't even get a couple of words out, and Ricky Starks is there. Lee says, if that happens again, there will be none of Ricky Starks left. Starks' rampage is Starks country. And then Hobbs joins in and says, and I'm the president. And he looks at Keith Lee. Ricky just wants to give him a heads up on what's going on. We're getting, uh, bro, we're getting Hobbs and uh, Keith Lee in this ladder match, bro. <laughs> Something's going to happen there between these two guys. I don't know. We'll see. That, that should be interesting. It's going to be fucking King Kong and Godzilla battling in this goddamn ladder match, man. Holy shit. Yeah, by the way, Godzilla never climbed the fucking Empire. I Stadium. know. He doesn't what need the, to, bro. What the hell? Can't you Again, keep track of what monsters destroy your buildings in your city? Cloverfield. You ever see Cloverfield? Uh, I think I did see it once. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Those are those are the types of creatures I like in my city, man. Not fucking, uh, you know, King Kong climbing uh, Empire State buildings. I think I owns that Being a simp over some fucking blonde, you know. Hey, hey, he wants the blonde. <laughs> he's, he's, he's run by WWE creative, bro. What do you want? I know. Listen, Bruce may have written Godzilla, bro, or uh, uh, King Kong. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Britt Baker, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa. This was okay. Nothing overly special about this. It got the job done leading into Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker for Sunday's AEW Women's Championship match. Uh, there was a brawl that happened immediately uh, right after Thunder Rosa made her ring entrance, and all four of these ladies got uh, got going. So Britt Baker and Mar- Martinez, they were isolating. Uh, well, actually, Baker isolated Martinez, and Hater tagged in and then faced off with Martinez. Interference from Rebel on the outside. Blatantly grabbed Rosa's leg in front of the official, allowed Baker's team to take control. Uh, Martinez got a hot tag after being beaten down. 
hit or, or Rosa rather. I'm sorry. Uh, T-Bone suplex on Hater for two. Hater came back with an STO. Uh, two of uh, the women here that we care about most, Baker and Rosa, they're in. They were going at each other. They traded big strikes in the middle of the ring. Rosa hit a Death Valley driver for a near fall. Martinez took out Hater and Rebel. So Rosa had uh, a one-on-one here with uh, Britt. And eventually, Jesse hit the Fire Thunder driver out of nowhere to pin the champion in relatively, uh, I would say, anticlimactic fashion, bro. This was, clean. this was nice and clean and nothing of it, man. It was just... Uh, Boom, 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 finishing move, one, two, three, and Thunder Rosa looked into the camera and was uh, licking her chops over the women's championship. What the fuck does this mean? And is there a possibility that Thunder Rosa doesn't win the championship on Sunday? Finish like that, yeah, it looks like there's a, a good possibility uh, Possibility she doesn't. But, man, dude, I, I, I can't remember the last time I've seen Britt Baker look this week on television, man. And get pinned clean like this, too. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe your intuitions are right. I I don't really see anything in Britt Baker's game that would tell me that she's injured. But, you know, she may have done a little bit of everything that she can do. And now, now it's time to pass the torch to Rosa and maybe take some time off. The division isn't going to need her like it needed her a year ago. And I do think that after Revolution, new names are coming in, bro. And I don't think Britt Baker is going to be immediately needed. Take some time off. Heal some nagging injuries she may have. She's not injured to a point where she can't compete. Take a hiatus. You know, a little, little overexposure. She's been the only woman in the division really uh, spotlighted for the women's championship. And that's it. It's always It's been Britt Baker and then everybody else is just way far behind besides Thunder Rosa. So maybe she takes time off because we got Ember coming in, Tony Storm, Tegan Knox, Ty Valkyrie, Mia Yim. Who the fuck knows who's coming in? So th- there's not going to be an immediate need for her. That's true. That's true. Maybe uh, maybe she does take a little leave. Maybe she does. Maybe she, it, it, who knows, man? I don't know. And, and maybe maybe it's maybe it's a maybe it's concussion related. Maybe that's why she wasn't in the ring as much. Maybe she's just now getting over it. I don't know. But something just seemed very off with, with, with Brittany over the last couple of months. Well, I hope I hope she's not that injured, bro, because uh, this match has been built up. The, the the whole thing, this is what this title reign has been leading to ever since that yeah. non-sanctioned lights out match. I mean, we, we need something that's going to be on that caliber to follow that. If they don't follow that, I think a lot of people are going to look at it as a disappointment. Yeah, I didn't think about that, though, but... Um, Thunder Rosa suffered a concussion or no, during her AEW run, and she wasn't officially taking, taken off TV for the concussion. She was just taken out, out of ring duties. Yeah. And she was still showing up on TV and everything, and everything else. So maybe that's it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I don't think these ladies are going to skimp on anything come Sunday. I no. think they're going to go out there, balls to the wall, and they're going to give the fans exactly what uh, we've been anticipating with these two. It's a great women's match. And uh, like I said, I've been, I've been saying this for, for months now. The women's division in AEW is going to look vastly different as soon as Thunder Rosa is the queen of that division. You're going to see a whole new division. Who comes in, when they come in, I don't know. But we got a, a, a women's Owen Hart cup that we need to fill. So it's going to be filled with a, a bunch of names. I don't know how many fields there are. It's going to be eight or it's going to be 16. I, I don't know. But Tony Khan is going to be bringing in some people, and that division is going to look vastly different than what we see of it now. Wardlow, he went one-on-one with Cesar Benoni, 
And uh, this was pretty much a powerbomb symphony. And that was pretty much it, bro. So a uh, couple of powerbombs here. He gets the victory. It was after the match that I, I loved after the match. Sean Spears goes to try and attack Cesar Bernoni with his steel chair. And Wardlow grabs it. All you see is Wardlow grab a steel chair via the camera angle. Whoever shot this was fucking great. So kudos to the camera guy who shot this. All you see is Wardlow grab the fucking steel chair. And then you see Sean Spears uh, just turn around. And his look, bro, the look on Spears' face. He ends up turning around. And he looks at Wardlow dead in the eye. He goes from anger to, and you just physically see the story being told in Sean Spears' eyes. Man, shout out to Sean Spears. He was fucking great with his facial expressions here. It goes from anger to like, oh shit, I think I fucked up. By the way, I just looked at this guy. He backed away and thought nothing of it. Listen, you want the chair? Take the chair. Then he backed away out of the ring and he hesitated again. He looked at the chair. Should I take the chair? Should I take the chair away from this guy? And then he ended up leaving the ring. This was fantastic. Well, I don't know what this sets up, but Wardlow, man, I'm telling you right now, I don't see how Wardlow doesn't win this fucking ladder match. I don't. He needs, and because they, they, they get story around it, you know, and MJF comes out and tells him, tells Wardlow, you know, if you win the title, I'll let you keep it. Wardlow, what the fuck you think you're talking to, bro? You know, it, it was good. And then the post, you know, interview segment, everything else came with it. Um, he's the only one with enough story behind it. And he's on the cusp of a good baby face run, too. So it, it all makes sense. Yeah, I mean, this is this was fantastic. Uh, the, the instance that Jesse was talking about here, MJF meets Wardlow backstage. Sean Spears was like, big man, I, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. MJF meets Wardlow there and says, if he wins the ladder match, he's going to graciously let him keep the TNT championship, if he wins the TNT championship from this ladder match. So Wardlow's got to win the ladder match, become number one contender, win the TNT title from Sammy or whoever holds it then. And MGF says, I'll allow you to keep the title. However, he then adds as he walks away, you know, you can keep the title, but <laughs> it's not going to happen anyway. So they're already <laughs> downplaying it as if Wardlow's not going to win this ladder match. This leads Wardlow to saying, well, yeah, you don't think I'm going to win it because I'm always fucking watching your back and worrying about you getting a win instead of myself. So MJF then comes over and slaps Wardlow in the face. So he squares up to MJF, and MJF reminds Wardlow that he's not employed by AEW. I'm the one paying you, and you work for me. That This entire Wardlow, from the Sean Spears body language and the steel chair being taken away from him to this, man, this was fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's really good stuff, man. And, and and it gives and it gives MJF a side angle. He's got two fucking storylines going on at one time. I mean, who else? You know, who's working harder than MJF right now? Now I know this ladder match is is, is loaded, man. Orange Cassie's in there, Hobbs is in there, Starks is in there, Keith Lee, Wardlow. We're gonna get Christian Cage or Ethan Page qualifying for that uh, potential last spot unless Tony Khan pulls a swerve on us and we get uh, we get either Swerve Scott. Or uh, Swerve Strickland in there, or, or Cesaro, or somebody is a seventh man unannounced. But imagine the reaction, bro, if Wardlow wins this ladder match. This could be the beginning of, of what we've been talking about here. The plat place is going to fucking explode if he wins that ladder match. It is, it is as it should. It is because um, the guy, he, and, and, I, and I like it. I like what they're doing. It seemed like they were getting ready to pull this babyface turn a while ago, and they kind of like 
stopped it and leveled off a little bit. Now they're going back into it. Like, almost like to get him some more momentum, and that's just what he needed, and that's just what he got. Yeah. Oh, Bob and check. We got a $100 super chat from Coiled Phoenix. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Coiled Phoenix. Thank you for being in the chat. Guys, you want to get your super chats in? We're going to read them at the end of the show, which is in just a little bit. We got a video package of the House of Black. This was fucking awesome. The way this was shot, the way this was uh, produced, holy shit, this was fucking great. The House of Black got some of the best vignettes in all of pro wrestling, in my honest opinion. So we see the House of Black saying that they helped Penta, giving him new levels of violence, and the same thing for Pac, and we see Malachi talk first, and we see him just standing there by himself, and we see the, the silhouettes of both guys, Brody King and Buddy Matthews, standing behind him. Brody King walks up, and he speaks, and then Buddy Matthews comes up, and he speaks, and they were all in this type of uh, speaking rhythm where they were finishing each other's sentences. This was fucking awesome. The truth is, they are the house, and the house always wins. So they're still on this Penta and Pack, and obviously this is going to continue until Ray Phoenix comes back. This is going to be a big trios match whenever that happens. This was awesome. Uh, Buddy Matthews carried himself incredibly well here. I'm very much looking forward to seeing when he gets in the ring and makes his debut. Uh, House of Black, Jesse, you talked about trios champions. I see these guys as the first ever trios champions, man. Didn't the house just lose last fucking week? Yes, they did. Okay. Malachi was pinned. Yeah. And 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 that and that's why I didn't like that. Because promos like this going forward need to have the credibility of you see how he just whooped ass last week, right? No. The house always wins, but the house fucking lost last week. Man. You know what it reminds me of, bro? It reminds me of Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt yeah. has all this shit, man. He sounded fucking incredible. All the, you know, uh, all these promo, all these words. And then he goes in yeah. there and loses. He's yeah, the eater, it's, it's, the eater of pins. Not that bad yet. He's not a no, no, no. I'm not saying he's that bad, but uh, I mean that's what people think about when you we have all these cool vignettes and then you go in there and lose. Nah, that's yeah, not going to happen with these guys, but that's what I think about. Yeah, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't go out there and lose. If you got this guy getting ready to hit up a whole faction like this to be dominant, how the fuck did we have him lose? I mean, even take the pin. You didn't even have Brody King take the pin. He did. I mean, I didn't. I didn't get that one at all. I don't know. I'm loving what they're doing. Uh, and I, I see them as being the Trish champions, for sure. Uh, we yeah. got the main event. We're already at the main event. Look at that. We may get out of here early. We, we, may, we may have destiny night early, bro. You mean to tell me it's not going to take us three hours to review a no, two-hour show? No, man. Look at okay. that. Adam Cole, baby. Red Dragon. It's Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish versus Adam Hangman Page and his boys in the dark order. We got John Silver and Alex Reynolds. This was fun. Nice six-man tag main event here that set up the world championship match between Cole and Page on Sunday very well. So we got the champion and challenger starting things off, and Adam Cole said, you know, I, I gotta take I gotta take a little rest. I'm gonna take myself out. Bobby Fish comes in. And then uh he backed in, Fish comes in, Page took him down with a big boot, Silver and O'Reilly tagged in. Silver using his uh big man power here to uh gain control of the match. He and Reynolds work together. To keep Red Dragon uh, kind of grounded here. Page got a tag. O'Reilly kind of was uh, doing his thing on the outside. And he made a subtle tag to Fish. Allowed him to chop Page's leg down. Cole tagged in when uh, Adam Page was at his weakest. He's like, hey, I, wa- I want the champ. I want the chance. So they tagged him in. 
So Adam Cole there doing uh, what he needs to do. And uh, Cole tagged in, teasing uh, a dead eye. But Cole sent him to the apron and avoided a buckshot lariat tease ahead of the break. And uh, after the dead eye tease from Paige, uh, we get uh, Cole and Red Dragon then maintaining control here over uh, the Dark Order. Paige finally got in towards the end of this thing, got the hot tag, ran wild on everybody. Pop-up powerbomb on O'Reilly. Cole got a tag. He faced off with Paige again. They traded strikes in the corner. And everybody was in there. Big parade of moves. And all these uh, all these guys were in there at the same time. Cole hitting a Yushi Garoshi on John Silver. Paige leveled Cole with a lariat. Reynolds tagged in. He ran into a super kick before uh, Adam Cole lowered the boom on uh, Reynolds. And he got the win. One, two, three. After the match, we got uh, the Undisputed Era guys beating down Reynolds. But Paige... Fought off everybody, set up the buckshot on Cole, but Bobby Fish kicked out Page's ankle on the apron as he was attempting the buckshot lariat. Cole beat him down, Red Dragon then found duct tape underneath the ring and tied him to the ropes with the duct tape. And uh, they forced him to watch Silver eat a high-low from Red Dragon. Reynolds ate a Panama Sunrise. Cole super kicked Page in the face. And put the world championship over his shoulder and said, this world championship is going to be mine on Sunday. And that is the way AEW Dynamite came to a close. Nice tag team match here, six-man tag. And we got the championship match being set up nicely. I think that's going to be a great wrestling match on Sunday night, Jesse, between Cole and Paige. Yeah, man. I think this main event is also going to make BTE look really strange next week. Because Silver and Reynolds... Are in bed with a cold. Literally. Literally. So this clash of booking here, they gotta get BTE and dynamite on a more cohesive. Bro, I, I'm 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 talking I'm talking about the world heavyweight championship. You're talking Bro, about talking Adam about Cole shit. being in bed with John Hungy. Why? Man, why do I deal with you? What are we what are we talking about here, bro? We're talking about a uh a, a joke uh comedy show, uh and we're talking about Dynamite in the World Championship. John Hungy, bro. He's in bed with Adam Cole? Yeah, man. Him and Alex and, and, and Britt Baker caught them in bed together and she got upset. You just don't know, man. Forget it. Forget it. It should be, it should be really good, man. Um, like I said, I don't know. I don't know who walks out of there with the win, and that's a really good thing. But either way, I'm okay with. I just want to. I, I I just want to. My whole thing is I want everyone to look better coming out of that match than they did going in. And I don't think that's a concern with Cole. So my concern is with Hangman. I don't want him to be left to the wayside if he does not come out on top. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's go, let's do these uh, this rapid fire. Let's do these rapid fire predictions, man. Let's start with that one. Page and Cole. Who who wins it? Who's winning the world championship? Uh, I'm gonna say Hangman. I'm gonna say um. To hook a crook somehow, some way, Hangman. I'm going with Hangman, too. I think Kenny Omega comes back, and we see the reemergence of the cleaner to uh, take that opportunity away from Adam Cole. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, AW Women's Championship. I'm going with Thunder Rosa. You know, Thunder Rosa was the easy pick into this go-home angle, man. But I got to pick Thunder Rosa. Okay. Yeah. Going with Thunder Rose as well. Jurassic Express, Red Dragon, and the Young Bucks, AW World Tag Team Championship. I'm going Red Dragon. Red Dragon all the way. Jade Cargill versus Tay Conti. Tay Conti all the way. 
Okay. The in the most predictable match on the entire card. Yes. MJF CM Punk dog collar match. I'm going CM Punk. Going Punk. I want MJF to win, but I'm going CM Punk. I I, I don't see I don't see it. I I can't see it after tonight. As yeah, after losing losing this match after that angle, really 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 severely puts a dent in Punk's credibility. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Brian Danielson, John Moxley. I'm going John Moxley. I wanted to say time limit draw, but I don't think we need another one of those for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm think I'm going with Danielson, man. Ooh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with John Moxley. For some reason, I don't see John Moxley losing uh, so soon after he's come back. Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. I'm going Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, all day. He's going to win the big one, whether that's the world title or the TNT title. I think there's a nice story there to be told with Eddie Kingston winning the big one. Yeah, Andr- yeah, yeah. Uh, Jericho insulted. Kingston a little bit too much in the lead up to this, and it kind of gives it away. When you, when, I mean, pro wrestling one on one guys, and in a build up to a match, if you get someone completely burying their opponent, calling them stupid, they could never win the big one. They're nothing but a piece of crap. If they lose that match, you look like Booker T and Triple H. You need to win. Yeah. Andrade El Idolo. Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy for Sting, Darby, Allen, and Sammy Guevara. I'm going with uh, Sting, Darby, and Sammy Guevara. I just don't see the TNT champions team losing here. And I think Matt Hardy leaves the Hardy family office. And there's something happening there with uh, Andrade. And then we see uh, Jeff Hardy emerge soon thereafter. Yeah, then they're going to feud with the AFO or whatever the fuck it's going to be. I forget what the initials are now, but... Yeah, yeah, I get staying Darby and Wardlow, Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and either Ethan Page or Christian Cage. Uh, I'm probably gonna go with uh, I don't know who the fuck wins that match, bro. Is Ethan Page gonna win that match? Wardlow. No, I'm saying the the match between him and Christian. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I mean, Ethan Page is facing Ethan Christian. Page versus Christian on Friday for the final spot. Yes. Oh, on fr- oh for the final spot. Yeah. Uh, uh, two. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Ethan Page. Yeah, I go Ethan Page. Yeah, yeah I go Ethan Page, man. And, and where the fuck is my Dan Lambert tonight? Do we really need Dan Lambert on the show? Do we need Dan Lambert on the show, bro? He's bro, not needed. So why why just, overexpose? Just just read the fucking super chats. Wardlow is going to win this ladder match easily. There you go. Guys, that is your Dynamite uh, post-show and your rapid-fire AEW Revolution predictions. We're going to go over the Super Chats now in just a little bit. I appreciate you guys joining us on your Wednesday nights, wherever you may be. Get your Super Chats in. We're going to read through them all. Hit that thumbs up. We got 1,300, actually 1,340 likes. Guys, we need just a couple more, man. Come on. 1,500 is the goal, man. If you guys have not hit the thumbs up and you're in the chat, please hit that thumbs up. It's absolutely free to do so, and it helps me out. Also, memberships. Get them on in. Hit that join button. Become a VIP. You get those emotes and those custom badges next to your name. Let's start at the top. We got Tony Brown starting things off tonight with a 999 Super Chat. Tried to find you Monday night, but couldn't. Tonight will be awesome. Yes, Tony Brown, I uh, took Monday night off. 
I was in Atlantic City doing non-wrestling things, a.k.a. drinking. I was back for, listen, I gave you guys a podcast. I gave you guys a one hour and uh, 30 minute podcast on Monday afternoon. What, what, what more do you want from me? Monday Night, what happened on Monday Night Raw that I missed? Did you watch Monday Night Raw, Jesse? Edge and AJ Styles, we knew that was happening. Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Balor won the U.S. title. Damian Priest turned heel. I talked about this the week prior. Come on. I heard Edge turned heel. Edge turned into a lunatic, yes. I heard Edge turned heel. Other than that, who cares? Hell yeah. Joseph Taylor would fight off Super Jack. Jesse is that big... uh, Is that big shoddy Lee Johnson and Julia Hart behind him? No, bro. That's a sound pen. We're good. Thanks, though. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Titan Punk with $7 Super Chat. I know 100% MJF was trolling. I now am wondering if Punk losing after all that happening tonight. Is that going to make Punk look weak at this point? And then he says, AEW showed what a real tag team division looks like. Uh, Titan Punk, uh, we talked about that already. Hopefully we answered your questions, brother. We mentioned it quite a few times tonight. Shout out to Boogie Kincaid on Twitter. Um, Does Ring of Honor already have trios titles? Uh, I believe they do, yeah. I'm not sure who has them, but I think they do, yeah. Do we need fucking two sets of trios titles? Well, they're going to... I don't know, man. There we go. I don't know. Maybe that's why Trio's title will be coming soon. Because they already have fucking Trio's titles. But I, I heard the AW Trio championships were already made. Yeah. In Ring of Honor. They're already made. Tony Brown, my booty meat looked good tonight, JD. 499 Super Chat. Yes. Because Thunder Rosa that. was there. That's why. And Jamie Hayter was there. Lots of it. Michelle Moran with a two-dollar super chat. Glad to have you back, JD. I was worried about you. Fucking guy can't take one night off, man. I'm fucking. Everybody thinks I'm dead in a gutter somewhere. Every time you take a fucking leave, my fucking DMs get filled up with people looking for you, man. What the fuck is wrong? I don't know. Why? I'm your keeper or some shit. Why? You guys love me that much? I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, man. I know when you don't tweet shit all day, because right away people start asking me what. Well, why do I need to be like Sean Rossap, who tweets every fucking minute? I mean, do I need to be on Twitter every fucking day with 500 tweets sent out per day? I mean, go touch grass, guys. Titan Punk 99 with 2.0 Super Jet. Possible Punk win if Warlow refuses to help MJF. It's a possibility. I don't know, man. Let's just enjoy the show. I think MJF should win, but Punk... And MJF is going to end in a battle, a bloody battle and a brawl, man. It's going to be a a, a victor in in a clean fashion. In the most unclean way. Because there's going to be a lot of blood. There's going to be some self-mutilation going on there. Jason Lucas with the 999 Super Chat. Help me settle something. A clothesline and a lariat are the same damn thing, right? Uh, No, they are not. One has more force behind it than the other. To answer your question, sir, yes, they're the same. <laughs> why, why are you confusing me, damn people, man? Just tell us the damn truth. Go look at, go look at Okada's fucking uh, Raymaker Larry, and then look at a fucking clothesline, bro, and tell me it's the same thing. It's a ripcord, Larry. Not the same thing. 
Could they be categorized as a, as a clothesline? Yes, but they're done differently and executed differently. That's what I mean. Boyd Reynaldo with a 499 Super Chat. AJD tonight was fire. Will Ring of Honor bring a three show to AEW or what you think will happen? And Jesse, have you ever actually tried sour cream on tacos? Yes, I have. It's fucking disgusting. Yes, it's called an American taco. Jesse makes Mexican-inspired tacos. Yeah, it's called Taco Bell. Taco, taco Bell makes tacos and sour cream. There you go. Boy, Ronaldo, uh, Ring of Honor, we don't know what's going on, bro, but uh, if it's uh, going to be uh, a major thing for AEW, I do think that putting it on TV will be, will be the best thing for them. Yes. Michelle Moran with a 20 in Super Chat. Thank you, Michelle. After tonight, I see both Paige and Punk winning on Sunday. Tonight is how a go-home show should be. Wardlow tonight was fire. Can't wait until he powerbombs MJF. At the pay-per-view, Brian is beating Moxley and will then align himself with Mox. I actually think it's the other way around. I think Moxley's going to win over Brian, and then Moxley's going to align with Brian. Somebody in chat just said, what about the clothesline from hell? Is that the same? Good point. No, that's fucking different. It's very different. JBL's clothesline from hell is a, is a different execution than a regular traditional. So you, you you think John Bradshaw Layfield's clothesline is, uh, is different than Adam Page's clothesline? Yeah, he yeah he did a he did, well. The buckshot lariat is a move in total, so it's not just a regular. The clothesline from hell is a lariat, bro. It's 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 a clothesline from hell. He leans into it more. It's it's a clothesline from hell. Yeah. Let me let me ask you something. W- would you would you take? What would you rather take, bro? What would you rather take? If you have the option between John Bradshaw Layfield in his prime, a clothesline from John Bradshaw Layfield, or a Walter overhand chop. Option A, whenever Walter's chop is the fucking option B. You going for John Bradshaw Layfield's clothesline? I am not taking a fucking chop from Walter. Get the fuck out of here. I I will take my chances doing a 450 moonsault off the top rope with no fucking practice before I take a Walter fucking chop. I don't know. Both of them sound terrible. Both of them sound equally as terrible. You asked me to pick one. I'm not taking Walter's chop. AMG2 with a 179 UK Super Chat. Shane's not here. TK is the GOAT. Yes, he did mention uh, WCW's uh, instance where Shane McMahon, quote-unquote, bought out WCW over Vince McMahon. It was a nice, subtle uh, throwback there. I didn't think anything of it. Just Tony Khan having some fun out there. Really strange spot to mention Shane McMahon. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think there's much to that there. Right, we'll see. They may be in cahoots, man. I have no idea. We'll see. This is about to get good. It's about to get good. Philip Newton with a 999 Super Jet. Tonight was amazing for wrestling. I'm so glad Ring of Honor is in the hands of TKE instead of the greedy paws of a senile old man who would bury it just like he did WCW and ECW. Yes, Tony Khan's going to treat the Ring of Honor library and Ring of Honor like it should, man, with the prestige that it's given the pro wrestling industry. It's going to be good. Big Bad Lone Wolf with a $5 Super Chat and a $2 Super Chat. He says, Tony, just waiting for Omega for those trios titles. Oh, he did say that. 
for the love of wrestling with a fight off super chat. TK is on fire, Byron Ring of Honor. This is going to be interesting. Can't wait to see what the future holds. OTS for life. Raging Girl Gamer with an 18-month commitment to the venue. Oh, my goodness. Are we live, she says. Hope you're doing good, JD. Can't wait for the live event here in GA this month. So rep OTS. Sorry, I can't be here all the time. Rage, as long as you're here. You're welcome anytime. Me and Rage talk about starting a starting a Destiny clan. We should start a new clan. Uh, we should. How many, how many, how many in the chat right now? Press one. And and look, do it if you're fucking serious. How many people in chat right now are actually into Destiny? Like enough to like contribute to a clan. Daily grinding. You farm every day. One in the chat if you play Destiny 2 enough to farm every day and be a part of an active clan. Hope you're doing well, Rage. Let me know when that show is and uh, send some pictures on Twitter so I can retweet it. Drew Gilmore with the $10 Super Chat. Hey, guys, going to bed early but wanted to drop by. What a go-home show. Wish I could go to Revolution here in Orlando, but other plans came up. So happy Ring of Honor is back and in the capable hands of TK. I wanted to go to Orlando, bro, but uh, I don't know. I'd rather do Vegas for double or nothing. And if I can't do Vegas for double or nothing, I'd be very upset. There's just a lot going on. I may even be in Dallas for WrestleMania. But we'll see. But this Ring of Honor show, man, that's uh, quite enticing there. Thank you, Drew. That's a lot of ones. Okay, out of all of the ones in the chat, give me twos if you'd be up to leaving your clan to join on the teams. JP, 5150. Thank you, Drew. Uh, $10 Super Chat by JP. With Ring of Honor, Tony Khan's hands, the future of pro wrestling is for certain exciting. Pass me a Castle Dragones over ice if you can, please. Great show tonight. Looking forward to Revolution. Thank you, JP. Casa Dragones for you anytime, my brother. That reminds me. I, um, today I tried an, um, an absolute, um, like infused with like a strawberry uh, flavor or juices or something like that. Oh yeah. And, yeah, man, it was damn fucking good. It was. Damn, I just happened to grab it because I went something, and you know, some CVS sell alcohol. This one was um, redesigning their fucking shelves, and so they were getting rid of a bunch of booze that they didn't want. They didn't carry anymore. So this absolute was literally 50% off. They had baskets of booze, like 50% off. And I just grabbed that one just to try it. I got a bottle of Absolute for 10 bucks, and it was great stuff, man. I'm not a big, I'm not a big vodka guy, bro. Me either. But I had to, it was something new, and it was half off. I had to get it. It's pretty damn good. Second. A, I'm, I'm sorry, man. That was That's a lot of twos in there, man. Rage uh, you, you, you can't believe anybody in the chat. Hey, man, we'll see. Me and, we and Rage will get together. We'll start up a, a, an OTS call. And we'll, we'll put the, the notifications out there on Twitter. Just keep an eye on Twitter. Maybe we'll start up a new clan. We'll see. Second City with a six-month membership. Thank you, man. Are we live? Because Ring of Honor has been revived and will be better than ever. Titan Punk 99 with a $2 super chat. What the fuck is WrestleMania? Road to Revolution, baby. Indeed. They did, they, they, they did, they did kind of shoehorn that line in there a little bit too much for me. What? Road to Revolution, you know, right, right during WrestleMania season. Oh. Ah, I don't pay attention to that shit. You do when WWE does it, you fucking chill. What? Because that's exactly what it is, man. It's the road to revolution. At least we're not on the fucking fast lane to WrestleMania. No. No. 
Ricardo and uh, Zatter Watsu. I still don't know how to pronounce your name, bro. Members, thank you so much. Craig Skiff, thank you so much, brother. Hey, JD Law Channel member of two years now. Just turned 30 last Tuesday. AW all the way. I'm psyched for Revolution this Sunday. See you then. Second City with a $5 Super Chat. WWE's barely more than a vacuum for money these days. They don't represent sports or entertainment. Well, I mean, Johnny Knoxville's at WrestleMania competing for the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, I don't know what you would call that. I call it quite sad, to be brutally honest with you. MK Kratos said he's a 146 warlock. Listen, guys, get on my level, man. I'm 1558 with my artifact, bro. Come on. And nobody asked you anything. Jeez. Guys, if, if, you, if you're serious, if you're serious about um, joining up a new clan with us, um, in my DMs, in my DMs on Twitter, send me your screen name, um, what is it, the, the bungee, your bungee number and name and all that stuff, and we'll link up. Costa with the $2 Super Chat. JD for Ring of Honor. Play-by-play. Make it happen, TK. Indeed. Yo, TK, listen, bro. I'm not that difficult to find, man. My DMs are open. Philip Newton with a $4.99 Super Chat. It's official now. TK owns Ring of Honor. We are getting trios championships. Yes, we are. D-Best Starter with a $5 Super Chat. FYI, I saw Brian Cage a few years ago at uh, a Philly show. Said his dream was WWE. As soon as he got... There, his dream was to leave it. See you soon, brother. That, that holds true for quite a few people. Nobody wants to be there, man. Nia Jack said uh, everybody's miserable backstage, which I absolutely agree with her with, and I fucking hate Nia Jax. Yeah, I mean, I, it's quite a few people growing up who had a dream of being in WWE, and a lot of those, a lot of those people are sitting there trying to get out of WWE. Yes, Mustafa Ali. The best auto. Thank you so much, man. JB with a UK final Super Chat. Revolution is the new WrestleMania. AEW's been great. They made wrestling most exciting since WrestleMania 17 in 2001. Keep up the great work. Covington versus Masvidal. I don't watch UFC, bro. Oh, that's what Lambert's doing? Oh, is that what he's doing? Yeah, somebody said that Lambert's busy um, getting ready for another fight. Getting ready for ah, a fight. One of his guys. That makes sense. Rich Gamble with a 999 Super Chat. What up, JD? Jesse and OTS family. I was halfway in or in and out as an AEW fan with TK purchasing Ring of Honor tonight. I'm all in for this wild ass ride. What a hell of a day for wrestling. It's pretty exciting, Rich. It's going to be a great thing for AEW and all of pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah all in already feels so nostalgic. Yeah. Just watch. I went back and watched it in a retro review. And it, just, it already hits, hits the warm spots just watching it back. Saints 2025 with a 4.99 CBJ. What if Warlow turns on MJF and helps Punk win? I mean, it's possible. I, I, don't, I don't see that happening, but it's possible. Uh, Dan the Man, 966 membership. Jeremy, 2006 membership. Jen House, four month membership. MJF is God. The man gave me Roddy Piper vibes. Thank you guys for becoming members. Jen is a four month member. The other two guys, new members. What are you guys drinking tonight? DV Acme with a ten dollars super chat with with ownership of both companies and so much talent from Ring of Honor currently in AEW. TK can establish a shared history between them that goes back twenty years instead of three, making AEW feel much more legit. It's a good point. They have, they have 
with that purchase, with that purchase alone, yeah, they now have enough content to launch uh, a streaming service to ask for money from fans. Every yes. Costa, the Cray Cray Greek with a two dollar super chat. JD, what's the plan for OTS four twenty? Just kidding. We're going to light one up, bro. We're going to fucking uh, smoke a joint. We're going to drink some cold beverages. No, I don't smoke. Back when I hear? Oh, okay. No, hold on. I don't smoke. And if I did, I I, I wouldn't. Maybe I would. I don't know. But uh, it's going to be business as usual, bro. Nothing crazy. Russell Wagner with a five-month membership. Ricardo Linnell with a 20-month membership. And Israel with a 10-month membership. Thank you, guys, very much, man. Russell says, JD, just want to say you're the hardest working man in the IWC, and you speaking about things and your personal life to help others is a classic way of life. I don't know what I said recently, but Russell, thank you, brother. Ricardo Linnell, number one show. On the number one only wrestling night of the week. Cheers to you, JD and Jesse. This round's on me for the entire venue. And Israel. Hey, JD and Jesse. I can't wait for this Sunday's card. It's definitely stacked from top to bottom. Moxley and Danielson, Punk and MJF. Thank you guys very, very much, man. Tommy Brannigan with a $10 Super Chat. Today's show was awesome. Can't wait for Revolution on Sunday. And happy to have the king of the IWC back. Bro, I took one fucking review off, bro. Oh, my goodness. What happens when I actually legitimately go on vacation? And I'm shutting my Twitter down. <laughs> Joseph Versleys with a UK $5 Super Chat. As much as I love Santana and T's in the tag team division, I love to see Santana win the TNT title. How say the venue? I mentioned this to Jesse, and he did not agree with me, bro. Don't break them up. They're not, they're not being broken up, and uh, it shouldn't even be an idea. What was that again? Santana Ortiz in the tag team division, but he'd like to see Santana win a singles title. No, no, no. Man of a thousand and five holes with the membership for seven months. Thank you, brother. Good dynamite tonight. Ring of Honor's in good hands. Revolution's got me hyped. Do you think MJF and Punk should main event revolution? No. <laughs> World title main event. Julian Vasquez with a $5 super chat. You think Leo Rush and Big Swole are crying in their pillows right now? What a card for revolution. AW's next gen wrestling. I don't care about Leo Rush and I don't care about Big Swall, man. I'm about crying in a pillow, but it is a it, it may be a a little bit of a damper because the, the the bigger the AEW grows, you know, that's one less, you know, entry they have into that company, whatever company that they own. So. Yeah. Todd Twiley with the two dollar super chat. Brian and Punk both lose, bringing them together. I don't know why they would be brought together because they both lost. They're going to come together anyway in the future when it's time that they come together. It's got to be the right time. Mick Swagger becomes a new member. Thank you, brother. What are you drinking tonight? Evan Hay with a 499 Super Chat. Hey, JD and Jesse was at AW tonight ringside courtesy of TK himself. Turns out we have a mutual friend watching Punk bleed out at my feet was epic. Bro, you got to put in a good... Evan, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? You got TK and a mutual friend, bro. You got to put, listen, bro, Ring of Honor, commentary, me and Solomon. Put in the word. I, I just take it to the show. Thank you, Evan. I appreciate you, man. Tyler B with a 499 Super Chat. No message. Why are you fucking, why are you so shy here, bro? The venue's not a place for people to be shy. 
Ankle break, AJ number two with the $10 Super Chat. AEW was great tonight. Have to give it an 8 out of 10. Ring of Honor acquisition is going to be a huge game changer. Off-topic question, Edge, heel turn versus face AJ. Quick thoughts from you both. I love it. It should be the WrestleMania match. It's the only thing that feels WrestleMania on the entire show. But Edge being heel, man, Edge is a heel is my favorite Edge of all time. It's the business. Who? What? It's best for business. Yeah. Heel Edge. CRJ2009 with a five-month membership. Thank you, man. Yo, JD, just hop on to say thank you for all that you do. Also, Jesse, what's up, my man? OTS for life. Going on with you, brother. King Mo with a 199 Super Jet. TK is making moves, and I think it's great for wrestling. Coil Phoenix 713 with a $100 Super Chat. Hey, JD and Jesse, I do have to say when TK said... He now owns Ring of Honor. Just blew my mind. All the talent this guy has just added to the collection. He already has. But I do have to ask this question now. That he officially has four shows. Is he spreading himself extremely thin? Four shows? Well, he's got uh, the dark shows. He's got uh, Dynamite and Rampage. And now Ring of Honor. Uh, Coiled, I I honestly don't think Tony Khan is going to be running Ring of Honor. Tony Khan's going to hire people to run Ring of Honor. He's not running Ring of Honor. He's got Cody for that. Yeah, he's got Cody for that, yeah. Tony's going to keep his, his himself on Dynamite and Rampage and book that and do what he's got to do for Dark. And Ring of Honor is going to be its own separate entity. It's going to be the, the the feeder system. Developmental for Ring of Honor, uh, for uh, AEW's Ring of Honor. That's not the question I would have had. My question would have been, how can he run his football organizations multiple and his startup wrestling company and then buy another one and run all of those I mean his other vintage that's not even including any other that's a lot I mean I don't know does he sleep right you know is, 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 is he running on that Charlotte Flair lithium battery man I don't know well they say the same thing about Vince Vince doesn't fucking sleep I don't know we'll see Gary Sphere with a $5 Super Chat. Thank you, Cole Phoenix. That's a lot of money. We love having you here. Gary Sphere with a $5 Super Chat. I'm going to wait till I hear when it is confirmed, but I really hope he did not just spend $40 million on Ring of Honor. I don't know where the fuck you heard that. Not sure why you, where you heard that, but even if he did, why does this bother you so much? I mean, Tony Khan has uh, more than enough to, uh, to get by, bro. I did read somewhere that uh, Ring of Honor was worth more now than uh, WCW was when Vince bought it. So I can see it. Take that as uh, as you may. Philip Newton with a one ninety nine super chat. Shane Taylor Productions Ring of Honor trio champions. Heard a lot of good things about Shane Taylor, but I'm not familiar with his body of work. Darian Griffin with a four ninety nine super chat. No message. The Wolfness Way with a five dollar super chat. MJF's words to Punk at the end was right from Punk's promo from Ring of Honor's death before Dishonor in 2005. So damn brilliant with the storytelling. What happens when Phil Brooks is fucking uh, in charge of what he's got to do on TV, man. And MJF is just fucking incredible. My boy Buddy in the chat, he spent 30 to 40 million on Ring of Honor, he says. Holy shit. That tape library is worth that much? Please, up to him. I'm just glad he has it. Yeah. I'm listen, I, yes, at the end of the day, we're glad Vince doesn't have it. 
Yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad he fucking has it, man. I mean, seriously. Whether or not he overspent or not, we'll find out if it collapses in five years. But other than that, let's see where this goes. This is good fucking news. I don't care if he paid a billion dollars for it. If he did and he can afford it, I don't give a shit. Gary Spear with a two dollar super chat. OTS four twenty Riddle versus RVD. Mary Jane on a pole match. I'm going with Matt Riddle. Matt Phillips reviews with a $5 super chat. It's my birthday Friday, and I'll be at Revolution. Very excited. Can I get a shout-out, sir? You guys are great. Matt Phillips. Happy birthday, brother. Everybody in the chat, give uh, Matt Phillips some early birthday drinks, man. Let me see those beer emojis in the chat. Nah, nah. Come back and see us on Friday. Nah. King Mo Jackson, 199 super chat. Who's better, uh, Mr. Perfect or British Bulldog? Mr. Perfect by a country mile. What? That's his question? Yeah. And Awful Grimbones with a 499 Super Chat. Just showing love. What's up, JD and Jesse? OTS family, I got a four-day weekend, and I'm seeing Batman tomorrow night, and I took off work for Revolution. That sounds like a damn good fucking weekend, Awful Grimbones. Sounds like a damn... That that Batman movie, I'm very curious about that Batman movie, man. I I don't like the, the looks of this new Batman. Me either, but I keep saying the same thing, man. I, I I couldn't stand the thought of the visual of Ben Affleck as Batman, and it turns out I love him, so I'll give the vampire. If they fucked up on the vampire. casting of Batman, I would like to know what they did with the Joker. Yeah, well, they don't have a Joker yet, right? I believe it will be teased in this movie. Yes. Ah, I also heard this rid- movie's ne- nearly three hours long. The Riddler looks terrible. Yes, he does. <laughs> and I think we can all I think we can all say that this is not going to be better than uh, Christopher Bale. And Nolan and Heat Legend. Probably not. Probably not. Anyway, guys, uh, I'm about to get out of here. Jesse's in the trunk uh, because that's where he belongs. He's a fucking savage animal. Any parting words, bro? Nah, man. Um, if you guys are not following me on Twitter, please do. I don't know why a long time viewer and fan like MK Kratos just started following me right now. But guys, follow me on Twitter, man. Information leaks out there sometimes. Hit me up. There you go. Justin Stripling with a 499 Super Jack coming in late. Love that CM Punk and MJF paid homage to what Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho did at WrestleMania 19. One of my favorite feuds of all time, man. Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. Awesome stuff. Some of Jericho's best. But guys, I will be back uh, with something tomorrow, I'm sure. And then uh, Destiny grinding all day. And Friday, I'll be back live for SmackDown and Rampage. And then uh, Sunday, we'll be live for Revolution. I don't know if Jesse's joining me or not. Maybe he will. I don't know. Why not? Why not? I will see. We'll talk about it. Uh, but uh, follow us on social media, at JD from NY206. Chi-Town Smart on Twitter for Jesse. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for all notifications. Make sure you guys continue to hit that thumbs up, man. We are uh, 27 away from 1,500. If everybody's in the chat and you haven't hit the thumbs up, man, I need 27 likes. Can we do it for the goal before I get the fuck out of here and roll the window up and drive away, which I didn't do in the beginning of the show because I hit the wrong fucking button. (laughs) Thank you to everybody that super chatted. Thank you to everybody that showed up on Wednesday, man. Big, big show tonight with Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor. We'll have more on that, I'm sure, tomorrow, but... I need two things before I get out of here, guys. Number one, I need those guitar emojis in the chat for my VIPs. I need those Mustang emojis as well. And number two, when that guitar solo from Pilot comes on, 
I need that music on max. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow with OTS and then Friday back live at the OTS venue for SmackDown right here on YouTube. Until then, take care, guys.